All right, Patriots Nation, they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And I can tell you, that's absolutely not true. Not true at all. Because I know most of you out there still have the ultimate hangover from that 30-24 to loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Patriots are currently sitting at 7-7. Seven and seven. And it's tough. What cures a hangover? You better get hydrated. You just got to get wake up the next day and continue going forward. You got to keep pushing forward. That's what you got to do, Patriots Nation. I know it still stings. I know it still sucks. But Patriots Nation, there's another game this upcoming week. It will all be good. And like I said, what happens in Vegas doesn't always happen to stay in Vegas. Because we have to talk about the viral video that's out there. And if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know how you haven't seen it yet. If you follow me, at Babs on the mic on Twitter, it's pinned right to the top right now. Little viral video that came out from the Raiders and Patriots game. And let me give you a little backstory about how this video got out there. And I can't believe how viral it's gotten and how it caught on. And, and let's talk about it, right? So, I'm, you know, over the last couple of days, you're kind of looking for some content, seeing what is out there kind of as we're getting ready for the Cincinnati Bengals. There's still some little things that trickle through over the interwebs. And I saw this video just falls in my lap. I watch it. It was, it was a couple minutes long. And it's a lot of banter going back and forth. But more so of a woman going over to a man. And kind of getting in his face. And being in his face multiple times throughout this video. And I watched the ending of the video. It's the last 60 seconds. Which is what I'm posting. Because I'm posting the grand finale. And it's the Patriots losing on the last second stupid play that we've already got into and a woman getting into a man's face. And if you want to be specific, specific, right? I can't talk specific, a white woman in a black man's face, waving her hand in her face, getting into his personal space, cussing at him, yelling directly at him to the point that she had to be held back by her husband and she still got away and still up in his face and he didn't react. Stood his ground, put his hands up and said, it is what it is. I saw that video and I said to myself, I need to get this out there. Pages Nation, like, let's get this out there and let's find this man. I wrote it like what what I wrote was what I felt. I owe this guy a beer because I know if I was in his spot, in his shoes, I wouldn't have acted like that. And I think take take this for a moment. What were you doing? When you watch that Raiders-Patriots game and at the end, how did you react to it? When you were at home, how did you react to it? If you went to the game, how did you react to it? I can tell you, I was cussing up a storm. I was pissed. I, was, I couldn't believe it. Now imagine the hatred that you, that you just had on that final play. And your team loses. And you have someone from the opposing team in your personal space yelling directly at you. You're telling me you wouldn't flip out on that person? I know I would. I know I would. But the fact of the matter is, I saw that. I said, I need to find who this man is. And the internet's awesome. Posted it. Gets a couple of views. The, the, the tweets start coming in. And I'm like, okay, it gets a little traction. And over three hours later, 
Jerry Edmonds raises his hand up and said, that's me. I'm in the video. He shot me a DM. We did a little verification check because you never know how the internet works nowadays because a lot of people out there that claim they are someone who they aren't, like the Kansas City Chiefsaholic. But after talking to him and seeing how genuine it is and looking at his Instagram, I said, we got to talk. We, we need to, I need to do an interview with you. So he hopped on the Instagram live. He was flying back from Vegas while we were talking. He lands at the airport, so we got to do an interview. Because I, I just want to hear your, your take. I need to hear what you have to say about this. So we got Jerry's instant reaction. And Jerry admits that, hey, I was chirping. You know, I, I chirped at I chirped at her. Just friendly banter. There's a difference between trash-talking fans, like back and forth, and actually getting into someone's face because you want them to bite. You want them to bite. This is what it was great on that Twitter thread of posting it and seeing everyone's reactions because you're getting different perspectives of it. And there was one tweet. I retweeted it early on. And said, so there are people out there that just want you to bite because they want you to react. And if Jerry reacted in that situation, in my opinion, this story would be completely 180'd. Where even though she's the one who's instigating it, if he reacted in any sort of way and put his hands on her, it would have been such an awful look for Jerry himself and obviously for the Patriots fan base. But that just shows you how fine line that is, right? And that's why I give so much credit to Jerry. And that's why he deserves this moment where everyone's coming together, supporting the way he acted. He acted professionally. He stayed cool. He stayed calm. The woman's in her face. And I asked him, what was going on through that moment? And he said, I honestly don't even know because the Patriots just lost the game. And I was still comprehending that. And by the time I could get out of that and, and look over, she's in my face. And he, and he knew. He knew. I can't lay my hands on a woman. He knows he's black. He knows she's white. And that's why I want to take this moment and talk about how... This is bigger than football. That's why, I saw, like, I, I I see that. I saw this video when I said this is way bigger than football. Our society is divided racially, and it's and it's we need to come together. And this is a great learning lesson out there. Cause sure, again, there's a difference between the fan banter back and forth, and someone getting into someone's personal space. And trying to make them bite to do something. And that's exactly what she was doing. That's why I applaud Jerry for standing up. Keeping cool. Letting it go by. And exiting without any uh, any other altercations or anything like that. And I think what was great about putting this video out there. I've talked to Jerry like off to the side. We were texting. I mean he, he told me that within a matter of hours. You know the Patriots already reached out. Robert Kraft gives him a call. No, I want Jerry to be out there because we're going to take this negative, right? The negative of the New England Patriots losing to Las Vegas Raiders, and we're turning this into an ultimate positive. This is a moment the fan base really needs because the New England Patriots fan base gets a lot of, gets a lot of crap for the way they act. And I listen, there are bad eggs in the New England Patriots fan base. I know it. I've seen it. There are bad eggs in every single fan base out there. 
But it's just something about that video and seeing the way she attacked him verbally in his personal space and the way he held his ground down. Jerry Edmonds is the flag bearer of the New England Patriots fan base for the rest of the season, the way I look at it. And I want Jerry to be there Saturday against the Cincinnati Bengals, and I want to have him soak that moment in that he deserves. This will be his first game ever in Foxborough, and I want the New England Patriots to win. And it's going to be because of Jerry. Like, I'm going to ride that wave with Jerry. And for those that are, like, listening to me and, and hearing my... This, this is a moment that I hope Cliff is listening because this is a moment where Boston Power Hour needs to be together, where me and Cliff need to be together to really dissect this entire situation because I feel like we can go on for a full hour about this. Nonetheless, I'm really appreciative of all those who took that video, said their remarks, put it out there, and made sure the right thing is done. Because I believe that moment showed the real Patriots nation of what we are. There's no need to fight back when another team wins their Super Bowl, right? Their regular season Super Bowl. You still got six. You've seen a lot of great things. Let it slide. Don't worry about it. And I think that if you are in a situation, and there's a little life lesson for everybody. You're being recorded at all times. You have to realize that. Someone has their phone out at all times, especially at these big sporting events. And I know you go out there and you drink a little bit and you're kind of feeling a little wavy and you feel like you're untouchable, right? Don't make a mistake. Because like I said, you could be in her shoes and act like that and you're going to get clowned on and we're going to find you. And the same time, you could be in Jerry's shoes and someone's in your personal space and you can act This whole story turns 180 and it becomes a complete negative for everybody. Be more like Jerry. We need more fans like Jerry. This is Babs on the Mic episode 9. And Babs on the Mic, this episode is brought to you by K&M All-Star Sports Store. I got to, I can't even say show, store. It's going to take me a while. K&M All-Star Sports Store, located at Foxwoods Tanger Outlets. If you head down to Foxwoods, you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Stop by K&M. Tell Sam I sent you down there. The one-stop shop for all of your sporting needs. They have every single team available. Anything you want, they got it over there. Especially great, high-pieced memorabilia. So this episode of Babs and the Mic is our kind of like pre-Christmas type of episode. We won't have another one until after the Cincinnati Bengals-New England Patriots game. So what am I going to do on this episode? It's going to be a little preview of the Cincinnati Bengals and Patriots. I told you I don't do X's and O's. I don't do any of that stuff. We're just going to talk it out. And I'm going to find my way through this conversation to make you believe. Because last time we did this, last time we did this, I said... Patriots Nation, this is the reasons why Raiders are going to win. I'm not going to do that for the Bengals. I had this gut feeling, man. A couple episodes ago, I'm telling you, gut feeling that the Patriots were going to lose to the Raiders. And I, I, I hated it. 
I actually feel more confident now beating the Bengals on Saturday. Can you believe that? Babs, you sound fucking crazy, right? No, this is not me being a homer. This is a game the Patriots actually could win. First and foremost, the next three games are going to be bananas. Because it's win to get in. You have to win all three. Like, you have to win all three. And you lose to the Cincinnati Bengals Saturday, fan base is off. That's it. You're 7-8. and eight. You got the Miami Dolphins coming in the next week. Who could beat the Packers? Like, who's going to go to the New Year's, New Year's Day game? I feel like you're going to lose the fan base. You lose this game. And then, let's just stay on top of this. Say you lose the next two games. You lose to Cincy. You lose to Miami. You're 7-9. and nine. Do you start Bailey Zappi up in Buffalo last week of the season? I've asked that question to a couple people. Like the Jorge's. And Tony, I ask him, like, hey, you start, do you start Zappi? And they're kind of like indifferent, but I say you start, you gotta, this is max team for the rest of the way. I don't think you're going to see Bailey Zappi unless there's a legitimate injury to Mac Jones. And the reason for that is this. Let's think just right back in 2020. The Patriots were out of it at the end of the season. And Bill Belichick stuck with Cam Newton. Said, I'm sticking with my guy all the way through. They had Jared Stidham on the bench ready to go. Nope, they didn't want to see Stidham. Where everybody at that time was like, why aren't you seeing the kid? We need to see what Stidham has. Bill stuck with his guns with Cam Newton. And I hope he sticks with his guns with Mac Jones and lets Mac Jones finish out the season. Even, even if the games go south the next couple games. This is your first round draft pick. This is the guy that you invested in. If he suffers, he suffers. Let him suffer. Let him step in his shit and let him deal with it. I mean, he's already been stepping his shit because of your coaching. But I, I, you cannot bring Bailey Zappi in. You already know what Bailey Zappi has. If anything, you've already played him this season. So I think any Zappi talk or anything like that should be done. I just make an example because that's how crazy the last three games could get. But let's change it to the flip side. Let's bring that positivity in. Because we ain't about negativity. Let's bring that positivity in. The Patriots are playing the hottest team in the NFL pretty much. The Cincinnati Bengals. They are on a six-game winning streak. They've won eight out of the last nine games. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They're clicking right now, right? Babs, they're going to destroy you. The line's only three and a half. And seeing that three and a half line gives me some hope in the New England Patriots. But let's just run. I, I want to run down their last nine games. Right? Because I was looking at it. Pull this up. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Let's look at their last nine games. They beat New Orleans by four points. They beat the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, Falcons, Saints, they're five win teams right now. They lost the Cleveland Browns 32-13, to which was against Jacoby Brissett. Then you beat the Carolina Panthers. They waxed them 42-21. It's the Carolina Panthers. Another dreadful team. Then they had a bye week. Then they beat Pittsburgh by seven, Tennessee by four, Kansas City by three. Oh, bad. It's a big win. Things that Kansas City was looking rough that game. 
believe there was a penalty that was called in favor of Cincinnati that kind of helped change momentum, right? Haven't seen that this season. They beat Cleveland by 13. Deshaun Watson right now does not look doesn't that's not clicking right now. And they're coming off a win against the Tampa Bay Bucks 34-23 where the Bucks had a huge lead and blew it. And Cincinnati went on a run. I'm not scared. I look at the, those are those are coin flip games some of them. The New England Patriots, they're 7 and 7. And there's some of the games they should have beat Vegas. That's eight wins. They should have beat Baltimore. That's nine wins. They should have beat Green Bay. That's ten wins. The Patriots could be a ten-win team right now. It's all going to come down to the Patriots' defense. Let's talk about the defense first. I'm going to sell you on their defense, right? Because that Raiders loss, it sucks, right? Marcus Jones held his own against Devontae Adams. Like I was saying, you if you go back, I talked about the Babs bets of the week, right? How heavy did I go into Devontae Adams? Take Devontae's Adam, Devontae Adams over on yards. Take him for two touchdowns. Take him for any time score. I was like, if they stop Devontae Adams, the secondary is real. They didn't have Jack Jones. They didn't have Jalen Mills. It was Marcus Jones, Marcus Island. Devontae Adams had four catches on nine targets for about 28 yards. That, like, think about how many times that we've had the question, can these, can this secondary stop these elite receivers? Because they've been struggling. That was great to see. Take that momentum now and carry it into Jamar Chase. Or you're going to get Jack Jones back this week. Cover T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Those three guys, I think they can do it. I mean, that confidence in that in that defense, I know they blew a gasket at the end of the game and Derek Carr went down and they scored and they, sh- they, sh- could, they should have held it together. That defense was pretty gassed at the end. I mean, that defense, Kyle Duggar getting a pick six against Derek Carr. That defense looked good. The defense can hold themselves. You're in your home. You're, in, like, I, you're at home. Marcus Jones is slowly becoming... The MVP of the team. I know it's Ramadre Stevenson at this point, but he's slowly becoming the MVP. Maybe not the MVP Ramadre because of that, fum- that, f- that fucking throwback lateral. So I trust, I trust the secondary. And then let's look at the defensive line. Two things that are important. Number one, Joe Burrow is the eighth most like sacked quarterback in the NFL right now. Mac Jones isn't. He's not. He's. I think he's number 15, 16, 17. He's in that area. I believe Burrow's number eight. Their offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus, going into last week, they're ranked 17th. The Patriots are ranked actually like five and six. It's kind of crazy, right? Because you figure the Pats have so many offensive line problems, but they're one of the top 10 in the league. Then you look, so I'm saying to take that. And look at the line, the Judon, the Uche, the Dietrich Wise. These guys are going to be able to get to Joe Burrow. These guys have to be able to get to Burrow and knock him around. That's going to be your key to the game. Your secondary is going to be the coverage. They're going to be able to handle themselves. I feel it. Get Joe Burrow knocked down. If you can get him off his feet and put him down, 
get him a little rattled, you're going to control this game defensively. You will be able to control it. And I think Judon coming off of a not-so-great game, and he and he just, by the way, congratulations, Matt Judon, the only pro bowler for the New England Patriots. I believe it's their first time since, like, 2000 where only one Patriot player made it to the Pro Bowl. I know not a lot of people care. Just shows you how lacking the talent's been. But it's this defense that's going to have to come up to this game and save them. And I think the defense can do enough to keep it a close game that the Patriots have a chance to win. So let's take the flip side, right? Offense. Putrid. You can't trust them. Can they score? How Cincinnati's defense really, like, how do they match up? You trust them? The way I look at it is this way. The offense absolutely blew that game for the New England Patriots. Jacoby Myers, Mondre Stevenson. These are two guys that know that then when they go out on Saturday, this is a make or break to make up and get redemption of what just happened. Mac Jones has been playing with passion. Guy's getting knocked down, gets right back up. Damian Harris looks like he's going to be able to play on Saturday. You get him in the mix. Let's go. Let's get Kendrick Bourne some snaps. What's Nelly got? What's what's going on with Devontae? Devontae Parker. Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. The team has something they just have not clicked at all because they don't have no offensive coordinator. That's what sucks. They have players. They have enough players that this defense can hold Cincinnati to about 13 points. This team should score 14. Like, I think all you have to do is score 14 points, you can win this game. That's how much I trust the defense, by the way. I think the defense can only give up 13 points. And I think you and I think as long as the offense can stay with what's going on. No playing from behind, 13 nothing. You got to score right away, man. You got to do something. Do you have any trick plays, by the way, Bill Belichick? Matt Patricia? It's time to use it now. It's time to pull that bag of tricks out now. I'm going to tell you something. You get just a little momentum on the Cincinnati Bengals team in this game, that crowd's going to be backing you up. That crowd's going to get loud. Patriots Nation's going to get excited. If you can pull this game out of your ass and go 8-7 and seven and beat the streaking Cincinnati Bengals who've won six straight, eight out of their last nine, last year's Super Bowl champ, oh, Pats Nation, they're going to be on. They're going to be on that bandwagon, baby. How would you feel? Like, just, just, how would you feel if the Patriots can beat the Cincinnati Bengals? It's only three and a half points. Vegas knows something. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals. You're going to be feeling really good going to that Miami game, huh? Because I think they could beat Miami. You beat Miami, win those two straight, going into Buffalo. We'll talk about that in a couple weeks. You got to believe in some Christmas miracles, and you got to believe in this team. They're not completely out of it just yet. It's been such a clusterfuck of a season, such highs and lows. It feels like it's taking three years off my life. And it's so many times this team has been in the driver's seat and they've just let it go. 
the Raiders game, the Chicago Bears game, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens. Like, even the Packers, like, they were in it. You weren't expecting them to win, but, man, it's like they showed it. They've showed that they've been trying all season. That's why I haven't given up yet. And they're still there. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. They're still there. You can be any given Sunday. How many upsets do we see per week? Any given Sunday. In this case, every given Saturday. I, I just, you never know. Defense can win the games. I, I, I'm telling you, I hate putting predictions down. Cincinnati 13, Patriots 14. That's how you're squeaking out a victory. They're going to somehow, or maybe it's going to be 17, get a field goal in there. And speaking of field goals, I want to give one little shout out here. Jake Bailey's back. Their punting game has been a complete mess. Their special teams have been a mess since he's been hurt. And he got paid, and at the start of the season, he didn't even look good. I feel like you're starting to get some of these, some of these players back as well that were hurt, and they're going to, this is it. Like I said, Damian Harris coming back. It's his contract year. Damian Harris contract year. He's got he's to play. He's got to play to earn a contract right now. To Bill purposely hold him out just for this last moment say, all right, run, run. Let's go do your thing. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for Saturday. I will not be there Saturday. I'll be, it's Christmas Eve. Be with the twins. Be up in Lawrence with my family. Opening up gifts. Watching the game. Reacting. And uh, just, you got to get this win, baby. That's it. All right, I'm going to pull out some questions now. I have only a couple of them this episode. And I really don't have anything else. Maybe something will come up with me here. Patriots.Worldwide, will Marcus Jones be put on Jamar Chase after what he did with Adams? And I hope so. I hope so. Are you going to put Jack Jones on Boyd or or Higgins? You're going to have that? It's those three guys, the Boyd, Higgins, and, and Chase. But I feel very confident Marcus Jones going up against Jamar Chase now. Um, Seven Soprano. Steven Soprano. If we win this, we'll win versus Miami. And I, I, I agree. You parlay these games. You win against Cincinnati, you're going to have the absolute momentum to go against Miami back-to-back home games and you beat Miami. Maybe Miami loses to Green Bay. You're going to be right there for a playoff. And I again, you people, why do you want the playoffs so bad, Babs? Why do you want to be in the playoffs? It shows progression. Fuck your draft pick. I do not care about the 12th overall draft pick. Draft picks don't, it doesn't matter right now. I don't care about that. One player, the 12th overall pick is not going to make a humongous difference next year to get you into the playoffs. Sorry, it's not happening. It would only make a difference as if they were trying to go for a quarterback. Other than that, I do not care about the pick. I do not care about it. Especially with the GM, like Bill Belichick, who has found gems in the second round, third round? Who has found gems? Undrafted. Don't care. Who has the chance to go and make trades and sign people? I, I don't I don't care about your first round pick. Stop it. 
Enough with that talk. And speaking of it, Joey underscore Hanlon 10. Should the Pats go after Mike Evans offseason and get a number one receiver? The Patriots should go out there and go get a number one. Make a trade. Make a move. Get somebody. But only do it if you actually have an offensive coordinator. Because I'll tell you this, you can get Justin Jefferson. You can bring Devontae Adams in here. You can bring anybody you want in here. And they're not going to succeed with the coaching staff that they have right now. Go get an offensive coordinator, then go get your receiver. I believe that's uh, that's it. This is a short one. I have no other takes. Again, I wanted to go off and talk about Jerry. I wanted to give you a little hype into the Cincinnati Bengals-Patriots game. This is short and sweet. Just go out there and win on Saturday. Take care of business. We keep moving forward. I want another week of football. Because if they, I'm telling you, if they're seven and eight, is there a path to the playoffs? Can I find a way? <laughs> it's going to be like 10%. But let's finish this season strong. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, I'm going back to Jerry. There's something about that video, there's something about rallying around one person. It reminds me of like just something happening that can change the dynamic of the season. I, I think this could be it. You got to believe in stuff. Yeah, it's the players that have to do the things on the field to win games to make you believe. I just felt like the way Patriots Nation has rallied around Jerry, there's something there. I'm telling you, something magical, something special. And when they squeak out that victory 14-13 to 13 on Saturday, it's going to be Jerry. And I'll be the first one. I'm the first one in line that says that. It says that. This is episode nine, Babs in the Mic. I appreciate it. I will see you guys Saturday night into Sunday. Little special Christmas episode. And hopefully you're wishing for Christmas from Santa Claus as a win against the Cincinnati Bengals. So I can give you the most hyped up episode going into Christmas. Let's get it done, baby. Everyone have a great Christmas Eve. Anyone going to the game, have a great time. We'll talk to you soon. Babs out.